Need a moment? Breathe and pause for Kingdom Moments, featuring the best devotional readings and excerpts from writings written and read by apostle, author, and podcaster, Dr. Leanne B. Marino. Take a few minutes, sit back, and focus to let these Kingdom words fill you with hope as you take time to be encouraged by this spiritual pause. Want to learn more? Visit Apostle Marino's website at kingdompowernow.org. Selah. The Identity of the Holy Spirit When most church theologians or authors write about the Holy Spirit, they usually identify the Spirit with masculine pronouns. This has led many to believe the Holy Spirit is decidedly male, identified with full gender, and recognized in a masculine way. Couple this with the identity of the Holy Spirit as a person, and you have many Christians who believe the Holy Spirit is a literal male person with a body operating work as a male being. We've already established that while the Holy Spirit does have an identity and does have life, the Holy Spirit is not a person as we use the term today. Such is incompatible with our concepts of what defines personhood. And if the Holy Spirit is a spirit, that means the Holy Spirit does not have a body and therefore cannot have a gender, at least in the sense that we understand gender. It's probably worth mentioning that God is neither male nor female. There's a lot of debate over this topic by people who aren't reading the scriptures right and who aren't considering the whole concept of the spiritual realm. God is a spirit and spirits don't have bodies. So that means God is not as God, male or female. Throughout the Bible and spiritual history, God has been identified with male gender characteristics and female gender characteristics just to keep things interesting. It is God's desire that we can properly understand his nature, and speaking through gender is something that helps us to do that in a way we can easily understand. When it comes to the nature of the Holy Spirit, however, the Hebrew terminology is always feminine, while the Greek terminology is always neuter. In the early church, the Holy Spirit was understood to be feminine, with feminine characteristics. This means that God's people long considered the Spirit to be feminine. Why is this? The Holy Spirit was considered a divinely feminine entity because the Spirit was associated with giving, life, creating, birthing, guiding, gently calling, and bringing forth conviction, instruction, and direction. Those were all attributes that, in biblical times, were associated with women. Understanding such gave the Holy Spirit a feminine edge, a softer characteristic in the face of divine stereotypes consisting of judgment and wrath. When you breathe, send your breath or spirit on them. They are created, Genesis 2-7, and you make the land new again, Psalm 104-30, Expanded Bible. When we talk about the Holy Spirit, we should technically use female pronouns. There is one masculine word used to describe the Holy Spirit, the word for comforter in the Greek. This doesn't change the neuter tense for the term Holy Spirit in the Greek, however, and doesn't change the understanding that the Holy Spirit was understood to be feminine from the very beginning of salvation history. It simply means that, like all things with God, God has different attributes, some of which we understand to be male and some of which we understand to be female. 
It is more proper to refer to the Holy Spirit as she, based on the language that is present in the scriptures and the word origins connected to the Holy Spirit, although it is more traditional to refer to the Holy Spirit as he. For the sake of meeting those who read and utilize this book where they are, and to make sure that we all know what exactly we are speaking of, throughout the text I will use the he pronouns, while keeping in mind that the Spirit herself is identified in Scripture as a female entity. We respect the proper identity of the Holy Spirit, while also recognizing tradition has distorted it, but being it is what most know, we will also respect the efforts throughout church history to understand the work of the Spirit, even where it has been misguided. That excerpt is from Chapter 1, The Holy Spirit, from the book Manifestations of the Spirit, The Work of the Holy Spirit in the Church and in Your Life, by Dr. Leon B. Marino. That's Manifestations of the Spirit, The Work of the Holy Spirit in the Church and in Your Life, by Dr. Leon B. Marino. Go on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold and get your copy today. It is my hope that Kingdom Moments has provided just the spiritual pause you need. A friendly reminder, the readings featured on this podcast are copyright, and if you desire to quote from them, please remember applicable laws and do cite the author or obtain proper permission. Want to learn more about the book, about the author, about the work that is done through the ministry, or to contact the author, visit KingdomPowerNow.org today. And until next time, may the Selah pause of the kingdom lead you to spirit-filled moments throughout your days.